Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into the Sheila Zelensky Show today. I'm really excited about today's show, and I want to jump right into it because I have a really outspoken patriot, and he's also Canadian. And a lot of you hockey lovers, all my Canadian listeners, will be thrilled because, let me tell you, he's got a backbone of steel. He's got nerves of steel, a heart of gold, and he's just one of my favorite people. It is former NHL superstar Theo Fleury joins me today. I'm really excited to have him on personally. Personally, I've been following his work for years. I have his book and I've listened to him lots over the years. He is one guy that is not going to be censored. He's on the road. So folks, you'll have to bear with us. This is coming in by cell phone and he's on the road. <laughs> folks, it is a one and only Theo Fleury. He's up there on your screen. Amazing man. And I'm so pleased and thrilled to have him on. Theo, welcome to the program. Yeah, thanks, Sheila. That's quite the introduction. Wow. Might have to hire you. I could do a 10-part series on how much everybody loves you. We've got all these little spy bots and little freaks on Twitter. Gotta just love Twitter. What a disgusting shove it up where the sun don't shine. <laughs> but where I want to get into, I mean, it's really bittersweet. You're on the road, obviously. We've been, I've been on my own tour with different Patriots in BC, Alberta. I drove to all the way to Ottawa on my Dodge truck. And I got stopped in Winnipeg by the Gestapo police state. Oh, you're not with the Freedom Convoy, are you? Like, Laura Lynn and I had a really tough time traveling. Uh, We got kicked out of a hotel for not wearing a mask. And that was on a reserve. That was Satina First Nation. It is a science fiction out there, isn't it, Theo? Yeah, it's been crazy. When you instill fear by traumatizing people, you know, that's how you get people to fall in line, you know, to create the illusion that there's a possibility that, you know, you could die or you could project the virus on somebody else and they could die. When you traumatize people in that kind of way, you know, that gets everybody to fall in line pretty quick is when you instill that kind of fear, you know, into people and the majority, you know, swallow the pill and, and have been going with that narrative, you know, for the last three years. Essentially, what I hear you saying is, when you present a chicken little, the sky is falling, that really is a very evil, deceptive way to do things, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's a very abusive way of, you know, creating trauma, right? And, you know, for all your listeners, you know, I am an expert in the field of trauma. And that's why I have been so outspoken for the last three years is because I already have the been there, done that, have the t-shirt. Well, Theo, sorry to interrupt, but for Americans that are listening, share a little bit about your back. Americans know very little about Canadians. We learn about Americans in school, but they think we drive dog sled teams or live in igloos or something. That was my experience. Mm -hmm. The first year I traveled extensively 10 years ago on a tour when I released my first book, I was shocked at how little, even though Tucker Carlson, and by the way, kudos, we'll play that whole video at the end of you on Tucker, but Americans don't really understand Canadians' culture. We're not just, you know, Canadian beer drinking, coconut drinking, hockey playing. Well, I mean, a hockey maybe for Theo, but talk a little about what what you want to share. My audience is no stranger to these pedophiles and the Epstein Island people. So get into whatever you want to share for the folks, Theo. Take it wherever you want. Yeah, as a kid, you know, I I grew up in a home where both my parents experienced childhood trauma. 
and then that manifests itself in addictive behavior as a coping mechanism, you know, to suppress their own, you know, emotional pain and suffering. So I grew up in a lot of chaos, a lot of drama, violence, and so when I was five years old, uh, I discovered hockey and fell absolutely head over heels in love with hockey. And for the next 35 years of my life, you know, I played hockey as an escape from that experience, that first experience with trauma. And then as a phenom hockey player, I ran into a coach who promised me a one-way ticket to the NHL if I would follow his protocol. And over the next two and a half years, this particular coach raped me 150 times. Unbelievably. And so, you know, what I was left with was a lot of shame, a lot of guilt, a lot of anger, a lot of resentment. And there was no place in society to talk about this secret. So I kept this secret inside for 27 years and I discovered alcohol, drugs, food, sex, gambling, you name it, as a coping mechanism to suppress my own emotional pain and suffering. And eventually, you know, all of that trauma turned into mental illness. That mental illness turned into addiction. And then 18 years ago, I had a fully loaded pistol in my mouth, ready to pull the trigger and end my life, not because I wanted to die, because I was completely exhausted from living in emotional pain and suffering for the majority of my life. I tried absolutely every single thing on the planet to get rid of this pain. Fortunately, I, I didn't pull the trigger. I chose to live life and get on a path of healing, and I've been on that path ever since. Well, I'll tell you what, it's the trauma that a, a young child endures on that it's well, I've got the book up there on the screen but being an NHL superstar and being loved and adored by Canadians I've covered Jerry Sandusky and those guys for years you know it didn't get a lot of traction you see Ghislaine Maxwell what when you come away from what's happening with the Epstein Island it's now on record Bill Gates went there 37 times we saw what happened to Jeffrey Epstein what goes through your mind Theo on that well it's this is what they've been trying to cover up forever, right? It's not a conspiracy theory. It's real. Child and human trafficking is a $200 billion industry. Yes, it is. And Canada is one of the biggest consumers of child and human trafficking in the world. One child can generate between $100,000 and $200,000 a year for a trafficker. And it is absolutely the most disgusting, despicable thing that we have on the planet. Well, not only is it insidious evil and it generates, as Theo just said, folks, think about we've got the statistics pulled up on the screen. This is absolutely ubiquitous, though, Theo. It's everywhere. I mean, even in North America, it is staggering. Do you know that it's bigger than all combined sports including nhl nfl i mean does that shock you probably doesn't surprise you no it doesn't shock me at all i've been around this subject for a long long time you know and i bet you i've had over a million people in the last 17 years tell me their story of sexual abuse wow you know one quarter of the whole entire planet at some point in their life has had some sort of unwanted sexual experience. 
I think about a, a kid like you in the you know NHL hopeful. I mean, for a coach or somebody their child trusts, it's that, I mean, we see all these groomed handlers and we see now the adrenochrome, the Hollywood weirdos, these snuff films and people get paid and blackmailed. When you step back after the dust settles on all the stuff that now are way, I mean, stuff I was talking about 14 years ago, it's just starting to surface. Are you, are you uh, hopeful? Does it feel redeeming? to finally see people waking up to the stuff you've been talking about? Yeah, I think the more people that listen to programs like this and the the people that are truth seekers who are out there trying to find the truth, who have their own platforms, who are tweeting, Facebooking, Instagramming, you know, what's going on. We have come a long ways, but we still have a very long ways to go yet. It's all about fear more fear they instill, you know, the easier it is to control people when they're living in fear, right? And there is, there is no media. So we have a whole bunch of brainwashed people who, you know, still think that Trudeau is like a good guy. But at the end of the day, you know, I have tremendous faith in something greater than myself. And the Bible has predicted this last battle between good versus evil and here we are this is it this is the last battle the the two word phrase that i hear all the time around amongst patriots is god wins right and i have the utmost faith that you know that that will be the case and us as disciples of truth our job and our role is to expose corruption expose pedophilia expose Satanism, expose, 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 and hopefully when the majority of people wake up, because when the majority of people wake up, this is over, right? This is over. Listen, I've been saying to Americans for years, I'll stack my Canadian boys against you Texas boys any day of the week and twice on Sunday if, if you get ever get, get them riled up. And look at the Freedom Convoy. I mean, you must have been proud seeing all the truckers. I mean, you must have been just so, your heart... As a Canadian, Theo, what did that mean to you? Well, I was ugly crying, so... <laughs> you were... <laughs> Theo Fleury was ugly crying. Now, that's a t-shirt somewhere. <laughs> well, you, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of when we when we used to go play in big international hockey tournaments, whether that was the Olympics, the World Cup of Hockey, the World Championships, or the World Junior. Yeah. You know, what happens, right? Everybody goes into their closet and grabs their old dusty, rip, beer-stained <laughs> Hockey Canada jersey, throws it on, then goes outside into the garage and grabs that dusty old stained flag, and they sit on their couch for two weeks, and they live and die with our team, right? And the whole entire country was in a mass depression, okay? Yes. Mass depression. Then what happened? The truckers got together started on the road, and what happened? People went into their closets, got their red jerseys, went to the garage, got their red flag, and came out of their houses. It was so inspiring and so much hope, and, you know, there was camaraderie, people hugging, and that's, to me, what this country was built on. That's what this country is about. And what Trudeau and all of his cronies have done, they have totally, through traumatizing the country they put us in that depression 
and the truckers woke that up. Amen. Well, that patriotism, right? You know, like we're not as flamboyant and sort of over the top as Americans are, but there are a lot, a lot of Canadian patriots, you know, that were looking for a reason and a place, you know, to show that. And the truckers did an unbelievable job of showing us how to do that. Well, I'll tell you what, even the Americans couldn't get it together enough to do what Canada did. We did what no one could do. Yeah, it was it was amazing to watch. It was amazing how how it all came together. And there was truckers from all over Canada, like every small town, you know, big city trucker went to Ottawa. It was amazing. Well, when we started making calls back at the end of November, early December, I called myself personally and my staff called 700 Canadian trucker outfits. And a lot of them, they said to us, if you can get a thousand trucks, we're in. I started really professing, like we didn't have that many, but I thought, buddy, we're going to have 200 miles of trucks. We already got lots, so don't worry about it. And the more I, you know, you tell somebody, we got lots of guys, the more guys would say, okay, count Bison Transport in or VanCam or, you know, name your big company. And before you knew it, there was just truckers coming from everywhere. I mean, it's just, there is footage that will exist forever of what Canadians, there were people at the Olympics holding up the Canadian flag, Theo. That must have been something for you to see. Yeah, you know, I, I got to play for my country 10 times in my hockey career. And, you know, every time I put on that jersey, you know, I, I knew that I was representing every single person who had the dream of not only playing in the NHL, but more importantly, playing for their country, right? But along with that jersey came those amazing Canadian morals Yes. That the game yeah. taught us as we were little guys coming up. You know, we were taught incredible morals and values from playing this incredible sport, which is a team sport, right? So things like respect, love and caring for your teammates and consequences and, you know, all this stuff. And so, you know, when I put on that jersey, I was representing those Canadian values and morals. And what Trudeau has done is he's come in and gotten rid of all of that stuff with his, you know, this wokeism that he has created. You know, he's confusing kids, he's grooming kids. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's absolutely disgusting and despicable to see what these people on the left are doing to humanity. I did a video about eight years ago, uh, maybe seven, when he first got in, whenever that was. It seems like an eternity. And I showed the Canadian people how he said on record, Christians are the worst part of society. I'm going to fund Muslim terrorists. A lot of Americans don't know about Amar Kadar and these billions of dollars he's funneled. He, he kept the trucker fund of $15 million. Like, it's in the Vancouver Sun, creepy Trudeau, like Joe Rogan called him out for being a creepy dictator. He's actually world famous now for being a dictator. Like his, you know, my grandfather said Pierre Trudeau was a dictator. Those old veterans, you couldn't pull the wool over those guys. The veterans, I mean, look what happened with James Trump. Like what, how many miles, I mean, as a great Canadian, I mean, that must have made you sick. I know it did me. Yeah, well, unfortunately, Sheila, we forgot what happened in Nazi Germany. Amen. Right? We forgot. We forgot about it. And 
we got fat and lazy and we stopped paying attention to politics. And I'm as guilty as anybody on the planet. And so what happened is they're rolling out the same script that was used 80 years ago. They're playing it out to an absolute T, right? In other words, why should we be surprised that the same group of global, you know, these these hucksters, the Henry Kissingers, the Rockefellers, why really are we surprised that they've been able to kind of like a frog boiling in water acclimate us for generations, really? I mean, look at Disney. Disney's been a groomer forever. They're sick, disgusting filth. I did a show years ago that got a million YouTube hits and then they took it down my channel called Disney Deception. But we know that Disney was a high-level Freemason. He was also another pedophile. So, I mean, how sick how sick is that? So, you know, think about what Theo is saying to the Canadians and the Americans and people listening around the globe on Global Star. I mean, you have a Canadian telling you guys that our incredibly brave amazing men that stormed the beaches in Normandy, like my grandfather, the amazing Bruce Patterson from the Winnipeg Dragoons. Isn't that disgusting? And their grandchildren and great-grandchildren want socialism and communism. I mean, does people forget that Hitler founded the Nazi Socialist Party? What do they think that is? Those guys are rolling around in their graves right now. You know, I said this the other day on Tucker that, you know, this ideology has been tried 24 times in the history of our planet, whether that's communism, globalism, Marxism, stupidism, like whatever you want to call it, has been tried tried 24 times. And 24 times it's failed, right? But the one thing that it spits out every single time is death. The only thing that comes out of that ideology is mass death, which we're already seeing with the vaccine. Right? Absolutely. What happens in this ideology is eventually they start eating each other because in the communist pyramid scheme, only one person can sit at the top of that pyramid. Right? And so they eventually start to eat each other, which causes the whole thing to collapse. But in the meantime, hundreds of millions of people die while they're trying to force on us this ideology. What is it going to take, do you think, Theo? Um, I think critical mass is what we really need. I'm unvaccinated. I've never took a jab. But Theo, I've been hauled out by security guards and smashed on the ground. I've been arrested three times like Arthur Pulowski. I've been SWAT team for speaking out as a biblical evangelist talking about transgenderism, divorce, uh, abortion. I mean, I've been, I mean, you go to Vancouver, that is one green hellhole. I mean, they told me, they told me to stop I have a black Hellcat Red Eye. It's 900 horsepower. And I'm idling in Vancouver, picking up one of my sons. And I had a group of people swarm my car. It was picked up on the local news. I said, nobody's going to tell me I can't idle my car. I'll do whatever I want. And you guys can pound sand, you little green Nazis. And so I was, you know, not as a pastor, I can't really do that. But but I said, you better get out of here right now. My dad pulled up one year in a big Dodge Dooley. 
we were parked at Toys R Us. It was December 22nd, and he roars up to a Toys R Us in Calgary, and some little scarf-wearing Prada, little trendy, comes running out of his Prius, and he goes, you can't idle that thing in the parking lot. I mean, with the electric cars, the solar, the bird-chopping windmills, the Agenda 21, is it shocking to think back how we grew up in the 70s, kids in school in Canada, playing hockey and going on the bus all over Canada? I mean, is it shocking to see how far we've come and then what are some of the things that Canadians can in your opinion do because action you know it's one thing to be a keyboard commando and an armchair patriot but people want to do something so I'll hand you the mic and you take as long as you want Theo well you know wokeism started a long time ago and and we're seeing the the effects and the trickle down that it's had on society Partly it is, is is our fault as parents because we grew up it was really tough. There wasn't a lot of money. There wasn't a lot of vacations. There wasn't any of that stuff. And so, you know, we really spoiled our kids because we didn't want them to face any adversity. We're seeing the effects of that now that where our kids, like they have no resilience built into them. And so they're very weak-minded. They're easily coerced and manipulated. But how we get out of this is whatever Ottawa tells us to do, do the complete opposite. Because in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, I have three responsibilities as a citizen of Canada. Vote, pay my taxes, and stay out of jail. Other than that, I do not need the government involved in my life at all. At all, right? And what they've done is they've infiltrated into our personal lives now, right? And in the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, that's a no-no. That's illegal and against the law, right? according to this document. So stop complying. Stop complying. Just stop complying. Find a group of people that you can hang around with who support you not complying. It's as simple as that. They're going to lock us down again. They're moving toward locking us down and putting us in masks again. Insanity. 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 Do you think, though, like Theo, as much as they're going to try this and Trudeau's doing the gun grab, do you think it's going to come down to a scenario where it's literally we have to go to the, in the streets with pitchforks? Is that, I mean, United Nations, blue helmets marching through our streets? I mean, what's it going to take, Theo, to wake some people up, though? Well, how this, how this ends is the first arrest. The first arrest. They have committed crimes against humanity. Every single politician who stood on the podium and told you to get vaccinated is a crime against humanity. And all of these people need to be arrested, right? Yes. And when that happens, this is all over. It happened in Nuremberg. But unfortunately, the World Economic Forum which is a Satanist cult, they have spent trillions and trillions of dollars setting up this plan. So they knew right away that they needed to get the police on their side, the legal or justice system, whatever you want to call it. That includes lawyers, everything. They knew that they needed to get those guys in place and pay those guys off first. And that's what's prolonged this whole thing is that we haven't got a win in the court system yet. We haven't really gotten a massive, huge win, you know, in the justice system. Well, I think what it's going to really come down to, bottom line, as you just said, 
you know, obviously when you're speaking to Tucker Carlson, somebody from Fox News, it's difficult for a lot of his listeners to understand we as Canadians, because again, there's not a lot of knowledge, but you know, do you think that Theo, it'll come down to, we're going to look like Venezuela? Look at our gas prices, food prices. It just cost me $300 to fill up my truck, 12 bucks for a head of lettuce. I mean, butter, eight bucks for a pound. I mean, what the hell is going on here, Theo? This is part of the plan, right? This is part of the plan. But like I said, we got fat and lazy. So there's still a lot of people out there who have a lot of money who haven't been affected by this yet. Right. And so, you know, they're under the impression that this is just, you know, this is just a difficult time and it's going to get better. Well, this time it's not going to get better. That's right. They want complete 100% control of every aspect of your life. Why are they pushing the, the green initiative? They don't want you to move around. They don't want you to move around because as Germany and Ontario has proved with their green energy initiative, that is a fail. There is no such thing as green energy. That's it right. takes fossil fuels to create products, right? And that's what people don't understand, you know? We need CO2 in our atmosphere and they want to get rid of co2 like how insane is that you know well the so, well the carbon tax just kicked in the other the federal carbon tax and you know you can't even call it carbon because carbon's a solid and in my book i talk about them demonizing the god-given necessary byproduct for human life co2 also known as plant food like think about that theo we're getting a tax a fine for breathing yeah, I know, I know. It is absolute lunacy and stupidity at the very highest, highest levels of craziness. Well, Andrew Ference and the NHL said last year they're going carbon neutral. I played those clips. The NHL commissioner said we're going carbon neutral, net zero. I mean, come on. They are the, the who's who of the global elite. We are the carbon they want to get rid of, Theo. What are the things they skate on? What are they made out of? <laughs> You'll be happy to know my, my a shout out to my sister, Corey, who runs a Zamboni in Smithers, B.C. I mean, we know what that's made out of. <laughs> it's just crazy. And all these electric cars are, are full of, of computer chips. So they'll be able to shut you down whenever they want. You know? The kill switch. They'd and love so, to put those in the trucks, yeah, wouldn't they? Absolutely. And battery-run cars don't really work well when it's minus 50 out, <laughs> which for half, for half the year, that's how cold it is up here. You know what I mean? So I just encourage people to go do your own research. It's all out there. If you want to find out what's going on, just go and do your own research. It's all out there. And then come up with your own conclusion as to what you think's going on. Uh, you know, all these other amazing patriots, my friend Laurelyn Tyler Thompson, Mark Friesen, other people across Canada, Maxine Bernier is talking about some things, which is great. I don't trust Pierre Pulliver as far as I can throw him. But I mean, the thing is... Oh, he's, a, he's a Trojan horse. Oh, yeah, that's a good word for him. People say all the time, well, who do we he vote is, for? Well, you ask me what I'm doing. I'm on my way to Florida today to meet with 
Roger Stone to talk about creating a media company, a North American media company. But I also work for a, an organization called Canadians for Truth, Freedom, and Justice. And what we're going to do is we're going to create a populist movement. And once we have enough people, then we will turn that into a political party and run in the next election. Any other information you want to plug at that in the waning part of the show? Yeah, yeah. you can go to Canadians for Truth. So Canadians, the number four, truth.net. Join our movement. We're really excited. Jamie Soleil, who is another Olympic gold medalist, has just joined the team. Tamara Lynch is going to be a part of what we're doing. Right on. So we're, we're collecting patriots all over Canada right now. And so if you'd like to join us, we would absolutely love to have you. Give out the website one more time, Theo, and tell folks how they can get involved. Yep. So it's Canadians, number four, truth.net. Sign up and become a member, and that's all you got to do. Well, you don't have to tell anybody who you are, but like when I drove back from California during COVID a year ago, I came and I drove my Hellcat all the way from California right into Sumas border crossing. Uh, about a six months before COVID, me and my son, Carter, we drove over the Montana border at Sweetgrass. I mean, they were all sleeping there. Uh, they just waved me through. They didn't even bat an eye. And then when it came back through, he goes, uh, where's your ICANN app? I said, I'm not downloading that. And he goes, well, if you, you got to quarantine for 14 days. And if you don't go directly to your hotel in Vancouver, then we're going to put you in jail for up to 10 years. I said, oh, okay, well, have a nice day. And I took off and, you know... <laughs> Like if you're right though, le- legally, legally they cannot, they can't do that shit. Folks, I'm, I'm, I'm showing a picture of what Theo's talking about for the Americans and Canadians up on your screen is a picture of our passport. And I shared this tweet on Twitter and you cannot do that. You're right. We have a right. There's no borders. There should never be a border crossing. Theo, look at the truckers are still being, you know, after all the mandates to end the mandates, look at the truckers are still getting asked to show their proof of, I'm not even going to call it a vaccine, proof of Bill Gates eugenics jab. I mean, how disgusting is that? The backbone of our country, Theo, if you've got it, a trucker brought it. Yeah, I know. I I know. Sick. It is the insanity of, you know, the globalists, right? Yes. These people are sick. Like, these people are the sickest of the sick, of the lowest of the lowest. There's gum on the bottom of my shoe that I would (laughs) treat with more respect than these guys. There's gum on the bottom of your hockey skate. (laughs) Exactly. These people are one bunch of sick, sick, twisted, demented degenerates. They're mostly Satanists. And Hollywood is going to tell us what to do. I, those out-of-touch celebrities, I mean, sadly, we also have another Canadian that took a jab, bragged about it on Twitter, Justin Bieber. I mean, you got to shake your head at all the... Uh, speaking of young athletes dropping dead, I mean, Theo, is this absolutely horrific that people just think, well, you know, too bad Justin Bieber has a rare thing and his wife, one of the Baldwin brothers' daughter. I mean, these young athletes, even a hockey player dropping dead. I mean, this is really, really spooky, isn't it? Yeah, and and nobody's mad. Nobody's mad. Nobody's, like, putting the puzzle together. I don't know why people aren't putting the puzzle together. The whole idea 
behind the vaccines is depopulation. That's it. Bingo. It is a bioweapon, so don't take another jab as long as you live. These things are designed to end your life. What the first jab did is it wrecked 50% of your immune system. Second one took 75%. And when you get these boosters... Why do you think the triple jab, they're still getting sick? Yes. Because they don't have any immune system left. It's gone. They have, they have no nothing to fight any viruses anymore. I mean, what a, <laughs> what a bunch of jackasses we have at the helm of our country, that little dictator, little Justin Castro. I mean, it is absolutely... He needs to be locked up for treason. He needs to go to jail, speaking of our Canadian Constitution. Final thoughts in the last three minutes of the show, Theo. The mic is yours. Just whatever you want to talk about. Well, you know, like I said, um, you know, I knew right from the beginning that there was something, something wasn't right. I knew they were lying. I knew that, that there was something going on. And it was only because, that, it's only because I'm a trauma survivor. And when you're a trauma survivor, you have this, this gift that comes from trauma, which is hypervigilance. You can feel evil. You can feel bad energy and all that. And I, I felt that right from almost the beginning of, of COVID. And then I just started doing my research. Like I said, it wasn't hard to find the information. And then it wasn't hard to kind of put the puzzle together as to where we're headed, why we're headed in this direction, and who are the major players involved in trying to, you know, take down the world. This is like Austin Powers 4. That's what I see. Dr. Evil is Klaus Schwab. He's trying to take over the world. You know, you think that you would only see this on TV, but it is, it is reality TV today that this is happening happening and if we don't comply and we say no this is all over but we have to do it with the majority not the minority <laughs> you're a fringe minority <laughs> yeah well trudeau's polling at eight percent so he manifested his own fringe minority <laughs> he's now a fringe minority so but you're right. This is a bad movie. We've got this James Bond villain, Klaus Schwab, who was mentored by Henry Kissinger. But Theo's right, folks. you got to do your research. There's a lot of people that are recognizing they're starting to say something's not right with these jobs. A lot of people just don't want them anymore. But, I mean, this is not a science fiction Austin Power movie. This is a bad movie with some bad actors, and it's real life. Yeah, it's... Well, like I said, this is it. This is the last battle, right? If we win, heaven will become earth. That's how I see it, right? But right now, you know, it's infiltrated with, you know, the most evil, vile, messed up, sick, disgusting people. And so we have to we have to defeat that evil by coming together as humanity and as society and say, you know what? Enough's enough. We're done. No more. I'm not going to take any more abuse from my government. I'm not going to take any more abuse. Because that's what it is. Well, it's like systemic abuse. Yes. You know, they talk about systemic racism. This is systemic abuse. And it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. These guys are relentless. 
but let's not forget. Let's remind these people they work for us, the we the people, not the other way around. Yeah. We don't work for Justin Trudeau. He's elected or selected is a better word. Well, he's appointed by the World Economic Forum because Klaus Schwab came out and said, my people don't lose elections. Yeah, exactly right. It's a bad movie, but folks, we win in the end. We have to keep praying as God-fearing Canadian patriots have to keep praying for our country. Americans have to pray for the... I mean, Beijing Biden isn't a lot better. So these are appointed people. And as Theo said, I mean, he recognizes trauma and evil because also we have the God-given ability as the Spirit of God in us to be able to see through that. I mean, Jesus Christ himself flipped over tables. Let's not forget that he had a good BS monitor, too. Yeah, absolutely. I still have lots of hope. I still yes. am inspired every day by lots of patriots that I meet all over all over North America. And, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in that headspace and have faith and pray and do some more healing and just try to become the best human being I possibly can before I leave this earth. Thank you for being a truth bearer, as you said earlier, a disciple of the truth, Theo. You are on, think about it, the biggest political pundit. He's got the biggest audience because Clown News Network, CNN, is tanking like the Hindenburg. So, I mean, you've got, you know, you're on a political platform. You're going to meet Roger Stone. It's exciting what's in your future. And my listening audience, I want you to keep Theo lifted up in your prayers. Theo, it was such a pleasure to have you on the program. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, it's an honor to, to be on your program and keep up the good work and keep the fight and uh, know that I got your back. And we have yours, sir.